welcome to a special Sunday edition of Wake Up America with Captain Insano. I'm your host, Captain Insano. This is an anomaly. There's been a lot uh, going on. I've received multiple emails that I really haven't answered. Uh, I'll get I'll get to you uh, at least one of those, and then. Uh, and then there's a pretty interest. There's been two interesting news stories, but I'm only going to touch on one for now. Uh, but first, word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by. The Chins of Truth with Chin Chiesa. Uh, it's a, I have plugged this podcast before. It is a deep dive into uh, what is going on at this Chinese restaurant. It is very concerning. And it's, an, it's very, very good investigative journalism. Uh, along with uh, some lighter, some lighter conversations, like uh, what's wrong with women and things like that. So uh, feel free to check it out. It's on Spotify, Anchor, all your uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, all your main podcasting platforms. The Chins of Truth with Jinchiesa. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I have not been doing a good job of keeping up with emails for the show. Uh, I need to create a show email and not use my uh, personal email address. Uh, But I have had multiple emails asking me uh, if I have any insight or any opinion on what is going on with the uh, unemployment situation in this in America, or what uh, it's go it goes there's a bunch of different uh, differing opinions and sides on this. Like some are saying that nobody wants to work, and then some are saying that the uh, they're not getting paid enough, or there's no uh, there isn't enough. Uh, incentive for people to go back to work now whether you uh, agreed or not with the uh, beginning of how this pandemic was handled that two weeks to uh, flatten the curve uh, was a mistake economically now if you're gonna say any other reason I'm not gonna I'm not even going to get into that. I'm just talking about the economic uh, ramifications because those first two weeks, we didn't see any real ramifications, but we still saw COVID numbers skyrocket. So then it was, okay, well, let's expand it further and expand it further and expand it further until the point that we're now 18 months into uh, disrupted supply chains. Now, uh, the enhanced, the enhanced unemployment definitely made a difference in people 
not uh, being quick to get back to work because they were like a lot of there were a vast number of people who were making more money on unemployment than they ever made working in their lives. Now, that is not an indictment on them. It's also not an indictment on the businesses. Now, here is where things get sketchy. COVID isn't really good. COVID's not going away. Whether, no matter what anybody says. It's going to be just like the flu, which uh, was very dangerous for the first 20 years of its existence, even with vaccines. Um... The supply chains are so disrupted at this point that they're that even though businesses are saying that they need that they have jobs available, they really don't. Some businesses have jobs available, but a lot of them that are saying it are saying it because that way they get uh, supplemental they get a supplemental uh, break or they get some sort of income from the in the form of federal assistance because of needing to be able to continue to run their business now on the employee side uh yeah i understand also it's in the middle of this situation is it really worth it to go and work at taco bell for 10 11 bucks an hour uh to and risk you know either getting sick because uh, you're susceptible to getting COVID or whatever it is. Now, my argument is going to be a little, it's going to seem a little harsh. But if you're the type of person that is working at Taco Bell, you don't deserve more than $11 an hour unless you have, uh, unless you're running the store. It's, it's just what it is. These jobs can't really can't afford to pay more than what they're paying in a lot of cases. Like profit margins of 3%, uh, that's hardly sustainable. It's mostly sustained by ad campaigns in, uh, nationally and internationally for businesses that run on a 3% or lower profit margin. Look at the businesses that have increased their profit margin during COVID. Amazon, Walmart, and various insurance companies. As far as I'm concerned, this is a concerted effort to, at least in America, uh, it's a concerted effort to minimize the amount of Americans that are in the workforce by any means necessary. Either by forcing, the, by making it so that they return to work in the middle of a, uh, you know, dangerous pandemic that they really, some of them shouldn't because they're immunocompromised, they but they can't afford to sit at home because they need money to survive. Uh, the other way is businesses are intentionally not hiring people, so they're still stuck staying at home. They're either that or they are offering minimum wage, like or wages lower than what they did before the pandemic. 
Now, I think that this is part of the New Green Deal side of the, like, the progressive wing of the Democratic Party to try and essentially force uh, monthly payments to all eligible Americans in perpetuity. Just create a universal basic income. There's drawbacks to that. There's some good things to that. But the problem is it's not going to help the supply lines because we already did irreparable damage to them. Uh, it's going to take like 10 years to get back to the same production level that we had before the pandemic. But everybody got so comfortable not working and living comfortably that they don't want to go back to working and not living comfortably. They would rather live uncomfortably and not work. Ideally, what the government would have done instead of how they handled things was created a separate fund, but it, was, it wasn't giving everything out in cash. It was cables free, internet's free. Uh, they have food supply lines for the people who need it. It's like not eliminating grocery stores, but the people who want to get involved with the communism, uh, go ahead. But everybody else who doesn't want to can still continue to work and everything else. Like, if you... Like, they already caused enough harm. But, uh, that's the way I see it. However, you know, it may not be the way you see it. And that's fine. Go ahead and, uh... Shoot me a tweet at Captain Insanos on Twitter. If you do. If you agree, disagree, this, that, or the other. Uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think think about it. Uh, that sound means, unfortunately, it is game over for a cinematographer on the set of Rust. Alec Baldwin is a murderer. The director of the Film Actors Guild, I don't know what he was doing, just pulled out a gun in broad daylight and shot somebody in the face. But, you know, he's not going to, he probably won't do any time or even get arrested. Quite, quite the turnaround from a couple years ago when he said that everybody needs to turn in their guns. And then here he is killing people on the set of his movie. Now, he does have the reputation as having a bit of a temper. Was this a rage incident? Was this premeditated? All I know is he's a fantastic actor. So him saying that it wasn't intentional makes me believe that he is acting. Because why else would he shoot somebody if it wasn't on purpose? The first thing you learn 
in gun safety is you never point a gun at anything you don't intend to kill. Well, good job, Alec. You just orphaned a bunch of children. I hope you feel happy with yourself. You are now like the third best Baldwin. How does it feel? Yeah, that's right. Coming up on our next episode, we're going to jump into the Brian Laundry incident. I'm just waiting over the weekend to see if there is any new information that comes out before I expose what a farce this entire investigation has been. I'm like 95% sure he's still alive. However, that's not all we'll be talking about this next week. Next week also, uh, I have a guest going to keep that one close to the vest so you guys have a wonderful wonderful rest of your sunday stay woke stay thirsty god bless america